When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Alfalfa is on the minds of many when it comes to implementing it into a crop rotation, but it is also a key focus of researchers to determine its true value. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Deborah Samick, Supervisory Research Geneticist and Research Leader for the Plant Science Research Unit at the USDA Agricultural Research Service in Minnesota, says they are finding diseases that are affecting being able to get alfalfa started. So this has always been a problem in, in heavy wet soils. There's a number of pathogens that uh, we call oomycetes or water molds that can actually the spores swim in the water layer. And so that's why they're more important in wet soils. And the main one that's causing most of the problem is uh, one that's called Aphanomyces eutyches. That's Aphanomyces root rot. Uh, we're also finding a lot of Pythium species that cause damping off in seed rot in alfalfa. Our current research has really focused on identifying new pathogens because uh, we know that there are others that are causing problems. And so we found some new species of Phytophthora that are causing root rot as well. How common are these? Have these been a continuous problem or are these more recently found within the last year? And are they specific to the Midwest, you know, within Wisconsin, Minnesota, or throughout the entire U.S. wherever alfalfa is being grown? Yeah, so Phytophthora root rot was uh, identified back um, like in the 1960s and it was the first resistant cultivars were released in the 1970s and so once we solved that problem we could reveal that there was a problem with aphanomyces root rot as well and now that we've somewhat solved that problem it's uncovered these problems with pythium so with each advance we also find new pathogens that are causing problems most of these are found throughout the u.s um, aphanomyces is m- more of a problem in the northern tier states rather than the southern. How can we manage these? How can farmers manage those diseases on their alfalfa to really help protect their bottom line? Yeah, so genetic resistance is the best because it's not just establishing the plants, it's a problem. These pathogens can continue to attack the roots even with adult plants if the conditions are right, if the soil becomes really wet and cool. Um, And we've seen those conditions increasing in the fall quite a bit. But for some of these pathogens, there's like for Pythium, there's currently no uh, resistance in cultivars. It's been developed. Uh, there is work going on to try to develop some resistant cultivars. Uh, but for seeding alfalfa, the main tool is also to incorporate a, a fungicide seed treatment. Um, so either apron or stamina or some of the newer materials that are coming out that will um, help get the seed out of the ground. How does alfalfa fit into the full farm economy? Yeah, that's a great question because um, it's really good to look at the full farm economy with alfalfa because it answers so many problems that farmers may face. So it provides all of the nitrogen that the subsequent corn crop will need, sometimes even the next two corn crops. So that's a lot of savings right there. It could pay for the seed, the alfalfa seed right there. Um, It also breaks pest and pathogen cycles. So if a corn farmer's having 
having problems with corn rootworm. Rotation to alfalfa will almost eliminate the corn rootworm uh, problem in those fields. Also, any kind of herbicide-resistant weeds, alfalfa will take care of those as well. Um, and then there's a lot of other uh, bene you know, ecological benefits of soil stabilization and keeping erosion um, under control that need to be taken into account. What tools are you working to develop to really help accelerate alfalfa breeding in the genomics? Yeah, alfalfa has really been behind, uh, like corn and soybeans in all of the genomic tools, the modern tools. And we're publishing the first uh, genome sequence in the U.S. for alfalfa. And so that's also allowed us to develop um, DNA markers, short signposts along the genome that breeders can use for identifying uh, positive traits for incorporating into alfalfa. So we're really going to be able to accelerate the pace of developing improved cultivars. Another project you're also working on has to do with phosphorus. Can you talk about that project you're doing with the relationship between phosphorus and alfalfa? Yeah, so we're really excited about this. We've done some genome editing of the alfalfa so that it deregulates its phosphorus uptake. So the plants that we've generated hyperaccumulate or overaccumulate phosphorus. Now, why is this going to be useful? Well, there's a number of soils where there's been manure applied year after year after year, and so there's really high levels of phosphorus. And so so um, these plants are able to actually reclaim that material so that you could then move it to a, a location where there's low phosphorus, either by just um, taking the ground alfalfa and using that as a, a supplement or burning the alfalfa and then taking the ash and using that as, um, as a phosphorus fertilization. These plants can also be used along waterways to protect water from phosphorus um, pollution. And uh, we also think that these plants will have uh, higher winter survival because they'll have um, higher phosphorus uh, accumulation in their tissues. So those are experiments are ongoing. How does incorporating alfalfa into your crop rotation benefit not only farmers, but also the community members and the overall environment? Um, well, alfalfa is really known for being a reservoir for beneficial insects. So pollinators, butterflies, and bees. Um, and so all of the beneficial insects that will move into other crops can have a reservoir in alfalfa. So that's really beneficial to, to farmers and to uh, the, the local community. Um, a lot of wildlife um, also finds its uh, habitat in alfalfa, pheasants, as well as other birds, and um, as well as deer will utilize alfalfa. So it's not just for cows. That was supervisory research geneticist and research leader for the Plant Science Research Unit at the USDA Agricultural Research Service in Minnesota, Deborah Samick. To learn more about their research, go to usda.gov. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.